Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David Z. Robertson, and this, the bastard what killed my paw, Jason. Hello. Alright guys, today we're going to be talking about Gotham 204 Strike Force. Um, if you have not seen this episode, we are going to get all spoilery on it. So, uh, right go up back in and it. watch that. And, uh, I mean, unless you don't care. And Yeah, I, we could I just save you some I, time, but you know, I, hopefully you'll enjoy the episode more. Yeah, I can't, I can't police you. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Every man has all the right, right to make so, that choice. That's right. Eventually spoilers are going to become right part of the actual constitution. Well, no, it needs to be a regular, like a, a regulated process. I think there should be a system. Yeah, like a, a statutory period during which it's illegal to give spoilers. I don't know exactly when that period would be up, but I I wouldn't mind it existing. Um, well, when when spoilers actually become part of uh, government policy in any regard, that's when I'll truly weep <laughs> for society. Like we're on the crest of becoming the the fat asses from Wally at that point, right? So. I, well, yeah, um, maybe just a social contract. <laughs> Something we can all, all right. agree is truly evil. Yeah. So we open up on the penguin, and um, he he wants to know who the hell Theo Galavan is. Some or you know, someone has to have known who did all this Unleashed crap. The maniacs, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole the whole deal. And uh, man. I kind of felt like I was watching the 90s Flash again, honestly. <laughs> Why? Like, some of those those gangs looked like they were straight up out of the 80s, man. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. And there was one, like, particular gang, like, I couldn't find anything on them. Like, it just, I saw them, and they had platinum blonde wigs, but they had, like, the, uh, like, blue bat, it looked like kind of blue bat symbols over their eyes. Hmm. And a stray random neuron fired and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out poor lonely <laughs> thing what they were but um the Probably closest a, thing i can find to it is a the, joke yeah they kind of look like the bat boys from uh miller's dark knight returns right so i i i think that might be where i saw them but the the platinum blonde wig actually does look kind of familiar to me too so i don't know maybe i'm just thinking hawk and dove or something mm-hmm <laughs> I, you'd be the, you'd be alone. No one else is thinking Hawk and Dove. Well, damn it, they should be. <laughs> Get your best people on this, Berlanti. Right. <laughs> How has he not started that show already? Right. Oh man. Um. So uh, yeah, Tigress uh, wants Penguin to come talk to Theo. Mm-hmm. And um. So and Theo wants uh the Penguin to uh well kill his competition in the mayoral race. Sure. Now, look, you you skipped over something huge here. Um, oh, did I? Yeah. Did did the penguin already already run all of the gangs, or did he just take over right then? I think he already did. He was the king of Gotham, remember? Yeah, but he seems to need to tell this group of people that I, maybe he was just reiterating. But I liked I liked how he handled himself. Let's mm. <laughs> let's let's pop a shotgun shell here to get some attention, and then. Um, what does he tell him? You don't, you don't mug, blackmail, you don't steal, you don't it, unless it comes through me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like his policy. I like his policy. Yeah, going one voice on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was, you know, he was real cool until his mama got kidnapped. Yeah, he was looking real good. I mean, right. he he spends a lot of the episode being. Um, I, I, we, I we still like the guy. It's just mm-hmm. he's he uh, he kind of gets turned into a poor puppet. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one one thing, there was something that was, um, gosh, I'd say it was probably, I, I, my suspicions were confirmed. Um, if you recall, uh, when the premiere came out, I was like, man, Butch is acting real weird. He's acting twitchy, and you were like, yeah, but, you know, he's a he's a big guy, and he's got that collar, and that collar was really tight, so, you know, he's, mm-hmm. nah, man. He's just odd. Uh, no, now he's just being weird, and it's got to yeah. do. It has to be because of uh, Zaz's brainwashing. Yeah, like and they even like went out of their way to like mention it again. Like I know you have to do what I, what I know I have to do what you say. Or yeah, whatever. he he's like aware of his own brainwashing now. I'm not I'm not digging that at all. Because I'm not either. What I'm hating <clears throat> what I'm hating more about it than the fact that it's a cheap fucking plot device is that Butch and Penguin is kind of they have a fun little dynamic. I actually kind of I've enjoyed watching them on screen, and it all it feels like I'm stealing. Mm-hmm. I'm stealing from poor, poor devices. I, it's it, every time I start to enjoy myself with those two, it, I I think eh, this is a sham. There, but it was cool. I mean, how much fun was Butch when he was just like holding those people's by the shoulders, going, "Ah, just imagine blue skies." Yeah, they're just watching yeah. their boss get stabbed through the throat <laughs> the entire time. Why are you doing this? I have no idea. Darling, <laughs> I got no idea. We've been doing crazy stuff all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just completely happy with it. Yeah, I don't know. Been stabbing people all day. Whatevs. Anyway, I'm hungry. <laughs> tacos? Uh, Who wants tacos? Right. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> so, what else we got here? There was, I mean, Penguin went through a lot of stuff, too. Uh, but I meant to give you credit on something. Um, well, or maybe just temporarily agree with you and then go back to my side of the camp. The The mm-hmm. last scene with Penguin... Like the whole, it's it's a okay. very it's a very penguin heavy episode, and um, you know we we've always enjoyed his character. I've always enjoyed his arc, uh, and and then there was just that moment at the end when he's trying to be Citizen Kane. That um, God help me, it was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was that mm-hmm. I, I, I that scene more than anyone I've seen in the show so far was a fucking cartoon. And at least they didn't use the plunky music. Like they got a string section involved, but that didn't really help anything. The, the dramatic music didn't make him awkwardly yelling at his fireplace any more thrilling for me. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't even throw the it glass. He, like, weird. pushes it in there. It's weird. It's an odd movement. <laughs> Just, <laughs> get in there. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, Penguin goes to talk to Theo, and um, like, he wants him to kill uh, one of the mayors, or uh, the mayor uh, mayoral candidates, I guess. And, um... One little note, it looks like Tigress, you know, like last episode, like Tigress saw uh, Barbara making out with her brother and mm-hmm. was like, dun, dun, dun. Now it just seems to be okay. <laughs> They're just openly sharing Barbara now. Yeah. I, which is all manner of weird. I, I'm actively repressing every memory of every scene with that love triangle. I <laughs> Actively hurting my memory where I can. I mean, if I knew how to do electroshock therapy well enough i would do it i would do it in a heartbeat yeah and you know i do, I do kind of like theo though i mean even like the way he puts things you penguin will be my destroyer i i like his his oh, gravitas okay. i do i like uh, you know i like the size of his uh of his swag but it and dude does he sound like a talent or what i dude i don't think he sounds like a talent oh man well i mean i think he sounds like whoever's above whoever, a talent. whoever directs talons yeah yeah <clears throat> he he just reeks of owl though um I wouldn't be surprised right. if they were just kind of messing with us earlier about, no, it's going to be in the show eventually. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was actually this season and they were just trying to throw us off. Not with him there, at least. Yeah. Um, 
Why is Theo's big evil plan to be a real estate developer? Because <laughs> he just watched the Superman movies and he realized that land, my boy, land. Right. Kids dress is enough, Luther. man. Don't don't yeah. don't take lessons from Hackman. Don't take. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I I was oddly okay with it because it, it did feel like you know like a Roland Daggett type of move I mean, a little bit it just seemed, or something it but. seems so lame it really I like I he kind of he unveils the sheet and I kind of thought buildings like this is what this is all about you 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 killed the Joker for a building you fuck that was he not did not kill the Joker <laughs> he killed the pre-embryonic Joker for a building um I no, I did I, I yeah, until uh, yeah uh I actually, and I mean, I, more I enjoyed I like that the penguin the, immediately, immediately goes like, "Well, people live there." Penguin, <laughs> like penguins, yeah, the even, freaking neighborhood watch association for for that little low value community. Yeah, even the freaking penguin is like, "Well, wait, what would you do to them?" Because people live but there. People, yeah. no, see, that's the so, thing. He is. He's a, he says it himself. He's a problem solver. He's a builder. Now he he does. He sees all those low value homes as like a breeding ground for for criminals that he's going to need one day. Mm hmm. Now. Uh, I did enjoy uh, when uh, Penguin tells him, yeah, you'll need an assassin. You can find them in the phone book under A. <laughs> Winks and struts <laughs> off. I, like, it, it, this is Gotham. You can find them in the phone book. Yeah, except that uh, Galavan has his mother, so Penguin's got to do the thing anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really do love that actress, but this character, that is as close as I ever want to get to that character. I kind of hope she doesn't make it out of this. Me too. I'm 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 tired of uh, I'm tired of Penguin's mother, and hopefully, I mean, because Paul Rubens is coming on to play his father, hopefully that means they'll kind of do away with the mother. Right. Still don't know what to expect out of him. I, mean, I, I, I maybe he's gonna get all Oedipal and kill his dad. Yeah. I mean, up until this point, I'd already I had assumed he had already done that. Right. <laughs> so what we're what we've what we're basically then we have no idea what's happening with Penguin's character. We don't like Butch being there, not because we don't like the dynamic, but because it's false. Uh, we don't like the mom very much. Uh, we don't mm. know what the hell Paul Rubens going to do. I'm sure it'll be charming as all hell. It's Paul Rubens, but it we, you never know with that cat. No, it's true, but he's always been you know pretty much entertaining. Yeah. It, he's in my favorite movie of all time. What can I say? <laughs> That's fair. I think that was his first appearance too. Uh, the little waiter in, in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, at the fine restaurant. Right, right. Like hands them a bottle of wine or something. And Tim Burton went, <laughs> "I'm going to make a career out of that man." Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but we don't really know what the hell he's up to then. Because uh, listening to his talk, we don't really like his surrounding cast at all. Plus, where the hell's no. Selena? She was his lap dog like three episodes ago. She's going through phases, right? <laughs> She's getting a little sentimental. Well, well, you know where she is. She's getting bitch slapped by Alfred. <laughs> that was harsh, man. That was bad. That was just, oh, that man. That was really hard. And I went back and forth on whether that was even halfway acceptable and, and went back to no, after all. But yeah, she did kill his friend. But yeah. But I mean, damn, that was a slap. Like, that wasn't even, that was, that, that's, that, that's how you hit a man. Nah, he didn't hit her that hard. He didn't hit her like man hard. Well, but. that's probably true for him. He he probably could have knocked her head off if he wanted to. I just keep imagining I mean, Alfred as a true badass. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I never I didn't actually feel like he like, she didn't seem that. I mean, she was shocked, but I don't. It wasn't like she fell to the ground or anything. No. she was just like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, it was just it. That was for my friend. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that was for Reggie. 
The and he even Reggie. dude, they're not gonna they're not gonna dumb you down on the on the ink like he calls her a treacle. When <laughs> when's the last or first time you heard someone called a treacle on American media? This episode? Right. <laughs> <laughs> In case it's not clear, he's British. Yeah. If they hadn't already mentioned that with the kipper earlier. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, let's, let's get back to that uh, a little later. Um, because really the Penguin storyline and the other big storyline in this episode was um, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun with him, man. I enjoyed it. I really did. I'm, I'm getting along with uh, getting along with Chiklis this time. Maybe my memory was harder on him than I uh, than it, it should have been, but yeah. Well, Fantastic Four will do that to you. Well, yeah. Once anyone's gone through that process. But um yeah, um I mean, yeah, he comes in, he's a badass and he's he's looking to change the department and makes Gordon his right hand. Uh unfortunately in the first episode he's already putting young lives in danger. Um Yeah. I'm Same. I'm pretty sure we're like and you know, Chickless is a good actor. I um God, I mean, how many people do you know who could play Captain Ahab and Moby Dick at the same time? <laughs> He's a well-rounded actor, yeah. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I put it. <laughs> and yeah, even... It looks I, like I really have, I, like, I'm enjoying I'm his board, little quest, though. I am. Yeah, it looks like Gordon's like, I'm on board, but this dude's a little... Right, right. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side dance. of the dude. I mean... Got his team. But think about it. His his big plan, and I actually agreed. It's a pretty good plan if you want to get fresh, you know, fresh uncorrupted blood. Yeah, you might want to start all the way back at school. But that means that you have to mm-hmm. take kids that just got out of training and you know throw them throw them in front of freak Zaz, man. Yeah, I'm getting really I mean, used to Zaz being just a, a hired gun, though. I, I kind of I'm. It's taken a while because I guess I wanted him to be the the cutty bastard he is in the books, but I'm kind of liking this guy a little bit. Well, I think he is the cutty bastard. He just hasn't really like we've seen the scars. Yeah, but just haven't really briefly. really focused on it. Really done anything with it? I mean, I enjoyed him in this episode though. Like the uh, the creepy little way he walks into the room. Uh, the, it, it was a it was a western again. Gotham has a tendency to do that, but it's a freaking western scene. But it was great. Just the machismo into the room and the uh, just look at it. There's five of us and one of you. Yeah, doesn't seem fair. <laughs> he does. He has like a little like showy grin like yeah. a little showmanship thing going on yeah i'm i i really i enjoyed it i liked his role a couple on little that. flourishes that made him seem especially psychotic right and the um i even like you know you finally get shot and you just unexpected yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the most literal thing you could think when you get shot unexpected it, it makes it seem you know it, it maybe it's just the alfred hanging around in my head, but it makes it seem like, you know, when you get in a car crash and you, car crash or whatever, you don't want your first thought to be, this is highly irregular. That's, that's what it reminds me of though. Yeah. But uh, you know, he was a lot of fun. He um, I thought they were actually going to kill the little, the little girl in the first, first go out. I'm like, Come on, you can't, no, you, no, you can't kill the girl on the first go round. Eh. <laughs> she did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think she would be dead. But it confirms something when he said, you know, he went to he went to get the kids out of school. It, basically, it's like a giant recess with guns. Great, but he one of my first thoughts when he called him like Strike Force Alpha, and I I actually did like imagine all four of them in like ensign red shirts. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they're gonna be sacrificed I mean, no, in Ahab's quest. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that you didn't 
know that was coming. Right. He doesn't even look surprised. Doesn't look shocked by his own behavior at all. Yeah. I'm like, oh, first point of contention between Gordon and Barnes. Right. Well, that didn't take long. Yeah. He does. He doesn't look in any way regretful about his decision to drag these young young people out. Well, I think, I think he's, I think he's thinking, and mayhap, rightfully so. If anyone disagrees with me, uh, you know, leave us a comment. Let us know. We'll talk about it. But um, I think Barnes is coming from a place where, like, no, they signed up to be police officers. This is what they signed up for. Literally, what they signed up for. Yeah, yeah. And he I, he did find people that were particularly driven. You know, people with backstories, people that wanted wanted some action, wanted some blood. He he, right. he hunted I mean, that it, team it, down. Yeah, I mean, they sat there and, and they went through all the steps and, and got a very particular kind of team together. Right. It's not like he went to the special, you know, children's ward and just threw some <laughs> flak jackets on them and said, let's go out and take down some bad guys. He didn't go ask the, the, uh, the instructor, who are your four most gullible students? <laughs> no, I mean real dummies. Real plain old dummies. Who you got? But there is actually, you know, it, it occurs to me. There's a lot of recruiting of the youth in this uh, this point in the season. People mm-hmm. just making little young teams. All right, so um, yeah, we get the stuff with Alfred. Um, he kind of sees Selena, mm-hmm. goes over and slaps her, and uh, Selena goes away, all sad because Alfred doesn't want her mucking up Bruce's life. Right. Um, one of the fun bits though is uh, Bruce gets out of school and expects to get in the car, and Alfred just hands him running clothes. <laughs> right. I enjoyed that. And he looks excited that his training's begun. Yeah, I, it's the most optimistic I've ever seen anyone look before an eight-mile jog. Yeah, for just a minute, he looks like he's going to cry, and then he looks like, oh, oh, this is happening oh, now. Oh, it's training. Okay. Apparently, you can get him to do anything, though, with, with oh, it's part of your training. Like He's going to have mm-hmm. him like lighting the pilot light under the freaking Wayne Mansion after a little while. No, it's part of your training, Bruce. <laughs> Why do I have to do all the laundry? Oh, part of your training. Separate the colors. Right. <laughs> Did it occur to you though when he's like he he gets in the car and I love the line. Do you expect me to walk? No, I expect you to run. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, what the fuck is he supposed to do with his school uniform? Just tuck it under hand and go? I, I don't know. I, I I actually paused it and looked uh, in the stack to see if maybe there was like a tiny knapsack or something he could he could put it all in. No, it just looks like pants, shirt, socks, jogging. They didn't have time for that, Jason. He just... didn't have time in the scene to, to explain what was going to happen to a school uniform. Right. Well, I want to know about the school uniform. Because what, I mean, what it implies is he he's going to, is he going to like go get, get a new jogging outfit every day? And then just, there's just going to be a pile of dis- discarded uniforms sitting behind one tree somewhere in the yard of that school. Or maybe a bathroom. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I kind of, now that you mention it, I kind of fully expect it to be like, you know, Bruce shows up in his running clothes, and, and Alfred's like, All right, you made pretty good time. Where's your school uniform? <laughs> what? Where's the uniform? Well, I had to leave Either it back there. Like, we'll go get it. Damn it. Yeah, or, um, well, it appears that you've you've bundled up your school uniform under your arm. Mm-hmm. Those will need to be ironed, Master Bruce. While you're at it, here's a jacket I wore. <laughs> I haven't cleaned it since I went out and intimidated Lucius Fox. Could you clean that up for me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh Nigma finally you know got his got his balls all gathered up there and he finally and, did uh, asked Kringle out. Yeah. And, and he was a badass about it. I was kind of surprised. Little hint, gals, shame moi. We know what that is, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure I would knew what uh, I I knew what that was when he said shame moi. 
Did you um, notice his address? No, I did not. What is it? 801 Grundy. Really? Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Is that all we're ever going to get for Grundy? Just a, a quick little nod. And Hope so. That weird version in Arrow. Oh, well. Hope so. <laughs> you good with that? Yep. Uh, oh, well. Um, now, Nigma going through his uh, his date, it looks like he's doing a pretty decent job. Um, it was, it was they were, you know, they were cute there for a little while. And then he finally does it. Mm-hmm. He finally goes into uh, crazy Enigma mode. Voice syncs and everything with the whole, I'm, I'm glad he's dead. And she looks genuinely scared. She looks like she's about to grab all the knives on the table, point them at him, and back out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, which she would have been well within her rights to do, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. I, I would even probably I advise mean, it. Even his recovery just sucked. Like, I mean, did to you. Right. Yeah. He did not pull that off. He did a little better with the explanation. I kind of, I, I kind of liked that he just goes full throttle with. There's a voice in my head, and I talk to you. Like, tells her the whole thing. Well, short of murder, but tells her the whole, uh, the part of it that's relevant. Um, and she just, she just rolls with it. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming she's not taking that quite as as li- as literally as he means it. Mm-hmm. Of course, maybe she is, and she's just just as crazy. I, I don't know. I was kind of thinking it might it, be the it latter. Gotham. It is Gotham. Yeah, I was thinking it might be the second one though, because he, she, uh, he's he's very obviously disturbed. I mean, you you can't know. I mean, even in even in the show, you know, they're not going to sh- sit there and like show us footage of uh, officers talking in the background about, hey, have you seen Nigma recently? He's like talking to himself. It's weird, but that's got to be around the station. Mm-hmm. That hey, have you seen him? He's starting to talk to himself. He's getting even weirder than he used to be. That would be just you know, basic entry level gossip. Right. Oh, man. She may turn out to be a little bit freakier than uh, we had anticipated. Yeah, I mean, it appears that they're uh, getting along pretty well. So, um, yeah, she kind of went a little, little nutso on him. Yeah. Just pushed him right on into the next uh, stage of evolution. Right. And the Riddler doesn't traditionally have, like, a you know female sidekick kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. There are a couple of variations out there that I can't even, well, I can't even remember was, the name of at this point. Uh, the, uh, well... I specifically remember the the two women that he had, uh, Query and Echo. Right. The uh, the chicks in the fishnet stockings and the uh, they had like purple suit jackets. They looked like little purple versions of the Zatanna. <laughs> yeah. Or something for a minute. Yeah. It just uh, yeah relaxed burlesque look. <laughs> <laughs> relaxed burlesque. Right. Yes. <laughs> that trend. Um. You, you, well, we may it may end up just being a wordplay thing. They'll, they'll probably do it at some point, I guess. If they end up making it her, it'll be um, they'll start spending so much time together that at some point he'll somebody will mention like, "God, she's always around you. It's like your echo or something." And then they'll just move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I God, the fans keep going on, and like, er, okay, I just want to clear something up. Just because there is a female on a, on Gotham, mm-hmm. and they have some relation to any damned villain period, mm-hmm. does not mean they are Harley Quinn. Is that what we're thinking where we're going to have Harley Kringle? Man, I've seen people talk about how she's going to be Harley Quinn ever since the beginning. Good God. To whom? I, <clears throat> I just don't know. That's a two-person act. At least it was for a while. I mean, if you want to do the, the lone version, Harley's got her own standing now. No big deal. But yeah, I don't think... They, they just it, won't. No, like they've made Harley the centerpiece... Really, apparently she's supposed to be the centerpiece of the story for Suicide Squad. Um, mm-hmm. No fucking way they let her on Gotham. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm 
annoyed by the entire by the entire notion. Right. <laughs> that oh she's well she I think she's a female. I'm pretty sure. I've never seen one in real life. Right. That seems to be the major qualification for for uh, guessing that. Yeah. Now it, it's the, the bottom line is the back of back of house stuff is that we you know we were surprised that they were going to let him have the Joker for Gotham. Well, they didn't. They said you can have something mm-hmm. that looks like the Joker. It can actually be. You've got to give him. They probably told him you have to give him a name too, just to make sure that it didn't really feel like the Joker. Um, right. Bottom line is you can't use two, the same property twice. That you can. You can all day, Diane, but you can't actually get away with it. No one will let you do it. They won't split an IP for properties. They 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 think it oversaturates the market. I don't know if there is such a thing for Joker and Harley. I I really honestly don't. But they're not going to risk it on the millions of dollars they've spent on that movie just so a show can have a side character. Fuck that. It's never going to happen, guys. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. All right. Well, uh, do you want to get to conjecting about anything? Or, or uh, I mean, where do you think the show's going, man? Nah, I, I really didn't know. Um, they didn't tend to show us this much. I mean, this was a very, uh, it's not quite a bottle episode, but it was an episode that just really needed to talk to itself. That was it. I mean, it, we got a little bit of Penguin Theo stuff here. Now, I, I think it might be... <laughs> come on, it's Penguin's mom. If anything brings down Theo, it might be him. Um, yeah. He's he's honestly not a man to be trifled with. As he points out, a year ago he was holding an umbrella. Um, <laughs> you'd shudder to think. <laughs> I don't know, man. You might like If I was Theo, you might want to keep that mom hidden well. Yeah. Because if you actually get hey, her back, he's he's going to be mad. What did, you, uh, what did you think of Silver St. Cloud? Oh, she's just strange, man. Right? Didn't I tell you? Like, we shall brave it together. Like, what in the hell kind of Game of Thrones shit did you pop off of? <laughs> she even... I don't know. She I even mean, looks like that one Amelia Clark girl that's on Game of Thrones. Like, her character. Like, I, good lord. It, she made me question things about myself. Because I realized, when I, I thought about, that's such a weird sentence. And then I realized, like, no, that's something I might say. And I would fancy that I was doing it somewhat ironically, but... Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just as weird as Silver. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you, that is something that well, either one of us would say. Right. Um, but we. <laughs> it's actually what I thought little... to myself when when I watched the uh, the new Fantastic Four movie with the girlfriend. It was it was one of my last thoughts. We shall brave this together. <laughs> yeah. See, like both of us would would say that, and I'm pretty sure have said that right. to each other. But we would be hoping for a, a, a polite chortle. It wouldn't be... Oh, yeah. It wouldn't actually be something we were saying in earnest at, to to inspire no. another person. No freaking way. No. Like, you and I say it, we would say it, and I'm sure have said it in a... <laughs> uh, with a with a comedic false sense of bravado. Right. A, uh... <laughs> Which is, I, I think, the only context that makes sense and don't get me wrong i've responded to many things a daily basis maybe it depends on when it comes up somebody asks me um are you going to do that or would you like to do that? I, I will respond with we shall or i shall all day i don't even mean it ironically that's just actually a, a phrase i'll be happy to use mm-hmm. but you, you just can't get away with shall very often and anyway, the bottom line is silver's weird yeah i went through a lot of back uh, back end questioning about it because she's a she's a strange little girl but hey <laughs> look who's raising her it's not her fault yeah her dad's I mean, the kind of guy who regularly uses sentences like, um, what do you say? You shall be my destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she's almost relatable compared to him, man. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Anything else we got on uh, 
Gotham 204. I think this was a perfectly reasonable, pretty good episode. Yeah. I, if it, man, it it's, um, was bad by no means. If don't get wrong, that ending was a little cartoony, but they're, they're not, they're not killing it with those last shots right now for me. Uh, I mean, it was hard to get over stabby stabby and then awkward penguin citizen Kane yell wasn't any better. I kind of didn't mind it. Mm, yeah. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't, you know, like it wasn't like one of those cliffhangers that made me really want to watch the next episode. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, but it was, it wasn't a cliffhanger at all. When I saw there the wasn't Gotham. anything happening, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed with this episode at all. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, we're assholes, so we always have a problem here and there, and we're always, well, we're always assholes, but. Sure. Doesn't mean we're not happy. With the Stephen Amell called us assholes. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> if he, I mean, not us directly. If he knew of us, he probably would say, what an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Not us directly. Right. I think at some point he said people who didn't like, uh, who had complaints about Laurel on, on Gotham were assholes. And I went, oh, I'm not going to pretend that doesn't hurt. <laughs> Steve, I thought we were cool. <laughs> All right. What are we um, going to do? Get mad at I, him while he's out? Doing his third freaking cancer awareness thing this year or some shit. Like, when he calls yeah. you an asshole, you have to feel bad about it. You just do. I uh, well, I don't pretend that I'm I'm the the uh, to the level of human that Stephen Amell is. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, well, we can we can move on to that in the arrow commentary. Yes. Anyway, I think that's gonna do it for Gotham, unless you have any damn thing else not a damn thing else and um yeah this wasn't a, a huge episode for me it was just it seemed like it was just a like <clears> okay <throat> we're setting up the next players we're setting up what's gonna be going down in the coming weeks yeah if if this is the uh, bottom if this is the worst episode i see all year it'll be a great fucking show yeah all right guys well um but you know if you guys uh we do these reviews for these separate episodes and everything if you guys have uh your th- thoughts any comments on uh the latest episodes by all means leave us some comments and uh and we'll discuss uh we'll discuss what you thought and uh, respond to those uh comments we are dc on screen you can find every episode at dconscreen.com. you can find us on itunes you can find us on stitcher we're on facebook um if you are interested in a similar podcast about the marvel cinematic universe Go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Uh, I was just over there, and uh, they just uh, Matt just put up the new episode, and I'm co-hosting. Yay. And uh, We talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, a bunch <clears throat> of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe conjecture about the new movies and stuff. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. Coming up, um, we're going to have a review of The Flash of Two Worlds and uh, the new Arrow episode. What was that one called again? I, 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 I don't know. Oh, The Candidate. Oh, there we go. That was right. That's right. That's right. The Candidate. It was called With New Arrow episode. That, that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, until the next episode, keep some DC on your screen.